Hey there, my name is Mitch Hammond, and I want to officially welcome you to episode one of Made for Monday, a podcast dedicated to activating the church to live for Monday as much as it does Sunday. I'm so excited to introduce my first ever guest, one of my personal heroes, and someone who lives the heart of this message every single day. He is the founder and CEO of Red Frogs Australia, none other than Andy Goulet, affectionately known as Boss Frog. He started the Red Frog program in 1997 after seeing a need for chaplaincy services to safeguard teenagers and young adults. They are now the largest support network in Australia for schoolies, festivals and university students. Currently, Red Frogs for Schoolies is located in 15 different locations around the country and coordinates over 4,000 volunteers. They are now also running internationally in countries including Canada, the UK, South Africa, New Zealand and Poland. In this last year, Red Frogs has been given the keys to the city by the Brisbane Lord Mayor. Andy has also been a pastor at City Point Church in Brisbane since 1989 and is presently the chaplain for Queensland Reds rugby union team as well as the Brisbane Bullets basketball team. I know you're going to enjoy hearing from Andy and hopefully feel a stirring to live your life with a greater awareness to the opportunities all around us. I hope you enjoy. Welcome, Andy Goulet. So good to have you on the podcast today. Thanks for being here. Mate, great to be here. Uh, awesome to have you. I was thinking through, uh, obviously, this is episode one for Made for Monday, If um, you know, for those who don't know. And, you know, I've been thinking through who the perfect first guest would be for this <laughs> podcast. And, uh, you know, I was uh, chatting it through with my wife, Beck, and, think, you know, throwing names around. And then it kind of struck me, Andy Goulet has to be the first guest. Uh, <laughs> you know, so it's an honor, honor to have you here. Oh, mate, honoured honored to be uh, first cab off the rank, mate. Always good to test things with sketchy Queenslanders to make sure it works okay, I reckon. Exactly, exactly. You'd be the guinea pig for me. But uh, the, the reason sure. why, honestly, the reason why that you are, uh, you know, it's an honour for me to have you here is because this whole idea of, um, you know, a mobilised, activated Christian life uh, really, for me, got solidified and, and formed about 10 years ago when I first uh, volunteered as a Red Frog. And, uh, and so I just wanted to thank you for that to kick it off. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Oh, mate, that's so good to hear. Awesome stuff. Yeah. So why don't you just, obviously, I know you're a, you're a household name in many a Christian circle, but uh, just for those who maybe don't know the full scope of, of what you do or, or what your context is, why don't you share a little bit about um, just what you're doing day to day at the moment? Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm a pastor at uh, City Point Church up in Bris Vegas nice. and in charge of community outreach, uh, uh, do, doing stuff in our community, uh, in uh, particularly with uh, skateboarders. We've got a skate park up here, which we run. Uh, we do uh, like little sessions for young Grommies in the area and we do over 18 sessions and skate tours. And um, also I'm the chaplain for the Queensland Reds Rugby Union, uh, looking after uh, rugby boys when they're out in the town and make sure they're not getting in the front pages of papers and stuff like that. And Very also good. the chaplain for the Brisbane Bullets basketball side also. Wow. Um, also too, I'm dad, got three kids, older kids now. And I've got a wife that comes with that package, which is awesome. And I'm actually an accountant by background. I did a bunch of business accountancy at QT and worked seven years I did years see that. Accountant. That took me by surprise, I must say. Mate, mate accountants do have personalities, mate. <laughs> it's true. And pocket calculators are fun. Yeah, it's awesome. But, uh, yes, yeah, so I did uh, seven years of accounting and then uh, and, uh, did youth work on the side through my local church. And then the youth work sort of 
took off. Amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, tell me, obviously, because I mean, a lot of what you do, I mean, you have so many different roles and function, but really all with the same heart. And and uh, Red Frogs, without a doubt, has, uh, you know, gone uh, gone through unbelievable evolution uh, you know, into multiple different spheres and countries even. Can you take us back to what the origin story is for, for Frogs and, and kind of where it all began for you? Yeah, it's very much an accidental journey and I'm a very much an accidental leader <laughs> too uh, in it. I never planned to give lollies to children for a living, mate. I thought people like that got arrested, you know. So, uh, But for me, you know, I was just doing my accounting degree and then work as an accountant and, um, yeah, I was just working with young skaters in my local area and, and uh, did that for about five years and saw them come out of a lot of drugs and alcohol and um and all all the different sort of uh hectic situations they were in and saw some really big life changes in them where they started making better better decisions and um coming out of hectic family situations but then when they got to year 12 we went to that nice wholesome youth festival on the gold coast we love to call schoolies and as their youth yeah it's hashtag hecticness (laughs) uh so but you know as their youth worker and uh, putting five years into these young kids seeing come out of that i just knew that could have been blown out of the water in five minutes down the gold coast with the predators and one punch staff and the drugs and alcohol and you know and for me it was i didn't want my boys to get absolutely axed and i didn't want them to lose that five years of good ground they'd made so so i actually went down to help them and wow. uh I, I actually they rang me and said girls can you go and visit us and i i hadn't been to schoolies in years i actually did two schoolies weeks myself. I re- repeated year 12, so I could do two. Uh, but when <laughs> I think there's, I, when a, I I think there's down, a name for that. It starts with a T. Yeah, Tooley, <laughs> Tooley. <laughs> well, now for me, Drooly, mate, real old Tooley. <laughs> but uh, but for me, it was like, oh, mate, I, I, I couldn't believe how big it had gotten and just, you know, 30,000 on the coast and people running everywhere. And I just furiously went to a, to a hotel manager do you want a hand in your building? Like, and she had like 417-year-olds in a building and wow. two security guards and just herself freaking out. And I said, look, I do a bit of part-time youth work. Can I help you? And it was like before the words left my mouth, he literally got dragged into the building and said, do you want a free room to stay in? And what? how many friends can you bring down to help? And wow. they were just so desperate. So we just started with 17 of us in yeah. our first year. And um, the council loved what we did and then police started loving what we did and then other buildings and the next year we brought down 42 workers and the next year was 90 workers and then 130 workers and 180 and now it's, um, you know, it's uh, now 1,200 workers and 17 locations looking after 70,000 school leavers and uh, including in Bali and Fiji in normal years mm. and talking to 68,000 year 12s in high school education programs. Wow. So it's grown into the one of the largest harm prevention programs in Australia for schoolies. It's incredible. It's absolutely amazing. And, and I think that's what struck me when I first went and why I continue to go for many years after helping out is is it's just such a uh, tangible impact that you can have. And it's amazing how simple it is. And that's what I love about your heart is, is it's not complicated. It's not, uh, it's not highly theological. It's not, you know, caught up in intellect or any of these kind of things. It's just basic Christianity. And, uh, and I think that's so powerful when you actually see it in action and, and the impact it can have on people's lives. 
Oh, 100%, mate. I love this statement, keep it simple, stupid. And, uh, you know, it just it's the little things you do for people that, that really mean everything. Yep. And it's and it's the, the power, I was saying, the power of little is great. It's, it's not, uh, I find people these days, they don't tend to think they have margins for others or margins to do good. Right. But it's all about mastering the power of little and, and those little things you do so can mean all the difference for people. Yeah, and I love that because obviously Frogs is a, um, you know, centered around certain events and times of the year like schoolies and, and university open weeks, sporting events, and that's great. But but I think it's awesome because really what you guys are championing, championing is, is, a, is a lifestyle and a way of seeing and serving others. And, you know, so I think for a lot of Christians, they can kind of uh, maybe disqualify themselves a little too easily saying, oh, I don't have time or, or that's not my, it's not my calling, all this kind of stuff. But what would you say, uh, and maybe some of those obstacles uh, that Christians uh, have kind of, uh, you know, allowed to get in the way uh, in terms of doing this kind of lifestyle every day? Yeah, absolutely, and yeah, and that was a, such a good point that you too on. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's sort of like life gets in the road. It's it's almost like we have the intention to help others and the intention to have to do good things, but we don't create margins for it. We don't create room for it. And right. I think it's um, creating those little, you know, that half an hour a day or that that couple of minutes a day to message someone or do something for someone or those all those little opportunities every day you, yeah. you walk past amazing opportunities every day and we miss it because we're so engulfed in self we're so engulfed in my career my my future my friends my sporting clubs what i want to do and, mm. and that's what i'm so thankful for coming from a non-church background i got like a spiritual wedgie experience when i was 17 and got absolutely reefed and snapped them over my forehead right. it's really like Goulet, wake up to yourself mate life's not about you buddy right it's about him him and others yeah. and, and i'm so thankful that selfishness has really smashed me at an early age and mm. but it, but it's but you've got to keep it going you've got to keep a, a routine lifestyle because otherwise We'll just dominate our own lives and our life all becomes about us. And it's a very uh, shallow existence that, you know, I've had so much fun, you know, meeting mm. so many people, uh, being involved in so many projects. And I think, you know, people need to, you know, have more fun. I think we, totally. we get to old too early. Oh, I call this generation the 40-20 the generation. They're, they're acting like they're 40 when they're 20. Right. You know, live, live life, you know, have fun, you know, yeah. get out there and have a crack, I reckon. Absolutely. And I think I think faith should be an, an adventure. It should be exciting and, and almost uh, spontaneous and kind of not knowing where you know where it's going to lead us and what doors are going to open next and and i think that's part of the the picture that jesus even paints in the gospels is it, is it was he was interruptible and i love that idea that jesus was constantly interrupted and he didn't mind mate yeah absolutely oh yeah look the disciples were always playing a big game of where's jesus but where's wally you know like it's uh right he it was just disappearing hanging out with the people no one else talked to yeah uh feeding the poor uh talking to tax collectors talking to prostitutes, being there for ones that society rejected. Yes. And, uh, you know, you see amazing organisations like the Salvos and Wesley Mission and mm. some of these great organisations that do that the best. But it's not just up to them, you know. Exactly. It's it's everyone's job to do their little bit. And and I think sometimes people get overwhelmed. They see, like, mental health issues and, 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 and family breakdowns and alcohol issues and drug epidemics, and they think, what can I do as a lawyer or an accountant? What can I do? Right. You know, I'm not a I'm not a mental health nurse or a psychologist. 
But see, it's not just up to the professionals. It's about all of us doing doing our part, all of us doing a little bit to make a big difference. Yeah, it's so true. And I mean, for, for guys that are maybe just doing a nine to five or working, uh, you know, a corporate job um, or, or whatever, a full time parent, what would you, what would what would be some practical tips that you would give them to just help them maybe uh, zoom out a little bit and open their eyes to see some of these needs every day? I've got a philosophy that, that you need to do stuff you love or you'll never do it. Right. You've got to do stuff you love or you'll never do it. And so for me, when I want to after work, uh, one, one sort of people group that I work with is university students, residential university students that move away from home mm. the first time or overseas for the first time living in Australia, not knowing anyone, living in these accommodation buildings. And one of the things, and also a lot of them can get caught up in the drinking scene. So providing alternative uh, options for them is something we do as Red Frogs. But for me, uh, how I make margins for that is doing stuff I love. So if I want to go for a skate and bomb some car parks in, in the city, you know, with all my skating, I might text all the uni boys and, and say, hey, do you want to come? Or sure. if I want to wind down mm. after work with, you know, some nachos and chives at the Three Monkeys Cafe or just text someone else, hey, do you want to come join us, play a bit of Monopoly deal? Yeah, cool. Or, you know, if I get some tickets to the rugby, you know, for the weekend, I might get one or two extras just to invite someone else. Yep. So in my week, I'm going skating, eating nachos, playing Monopoly deal, going to rugby, right. I'm having fun. Yeah, and it's but probably it's what you do anyway. others. It's probably yeah. what you'd do anyway, right? <laughs> and you've just yeah, spot on, but just it. include others. Just, just have fun with it, yeah. Include others on your ride, have fun. If it's surfing you love... Give drop someone a text and get them to come for a wave with you. You know, it's just including others in your world so important. So good, that's so good. Now, I mean, obviously, uh, as you said, you're you, you're not quite schooly or tooly anymore. You're kind of in the in the drooly category in terms of in terms of age bracket. Not to say, obviously, you're you're a lot classier than that. But um, <laughs> but you know, what I'm saying is, you've been doing you've been around uh, for quite a while doing this kind of thing and serving uh, the generations below you. Uh, what what is what is it personally for you that has kept you motivated? Because you know, pouring out and serving people can can have a taxing and a cost, and a, and a, and it can drain us if we're not careful. And so, for you, how have you kept yourself motivated and and buoyant and uh, and you know, full of uh, you know, just personally refreshed, so you can keep this kind of mm. uh, habit and lifestyle? Yeah, look, uh, yeah, twenty twenty four years of doing the schoolies program and. And 25 years doing the uni uni Red Front program, and you know if it all becomes about programs and the functionality, that can wear you out. Mm. But it's actually not about programs; it's about people. It's right. the people that you meet at schoolies. It's the people you meet in the universities or in the skate parks or in the music festivals, and it's all about people. And what's refreshed me is meeting such an amazing young generation. And this young generation gets bagged out like they. Yeah, the you know they call oh they're just self drinking or no work ethic or da 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 da, mm. and, and yes you know there's elements that are at that but there's an amazing generation out there with a huge future, and, and just crying out for some mentors, crying out for someone to be there to help them in this journey you know to get through those tough years and so just meeting the people behind the programs. It helps me. It gives me the fuel to keep going. Yeah, it's amazing, and uh, and it's so true, isn't it? We're, and I think it's not a, uh, 
it's not just a one-off thing. It's something that we daily have to keep keep in check and keep ourselves uh, accountable to is how we're actually personally doing because I think we can only give out as much as we're, we're receiving ourselves, you know, from, from God and, uh, you know, and, and just from, from those places of influence for ourselves. Absolutely, mate. Oh, 100%, mate. And um, and look, just, just uh, mate, having a go is such a key, eh? Just having a red-eye crack and, and uh, you know, this is, there's plenty of time to be dead when you're dead, you know. Like, yeah. You've got to live life and have a crack. Totally. I think uh, one of the probably the most common things that I've heard or come across around uh, just stepping out, because it is a step out sometimes of our comfort zone or, mm. or maybe of our, our own personal little sphere, is that, you know, fear can be a massive... Uh, you know, a massive blockage for people of fearing failure or what people might think or people thinking you're weird or all this kind of stuff. What would you say just into that? Uh, how can we maybe step out of that that fear grip that some that sometimes can take a hold of us? Yeah, but, but trying to do things by yourself can be very isolating and there can be a lot of fear with it. But working as a team, it, there's a lot more strength in that. And I would just really encourage people to get around others you admire, others that you see doing good stuff, and just get around them, learn from others. Get It's like the, the Peloton in, in, in a Tour de France where there's a lead rider right. taking all the force, taking all the, the, the main strain of the, the, the pace, and then you slipstream under someone, it's a lot easier. Hmm. So find who has the pace in the area. It could be in... Um, social justice it could be in refugee work it could be in um, environment it could be in in social justice social work whatever your passion is Mm. find someone who has momentum and just get behind them just serve them just how can i support you and what you do and let their momentum pull you through and that then you gain confidence you gain uh, a lot more um, uh, you get rid of a lot of that fear when you see others doing it and you get mentored almost. Mm. A byproduct is mentoring by those ones you're looking after and serving. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. Hey, well, just before we finish up, Andy, uh, this has been so good. I mean, for, just for any people listening who have just been thinking, you know what, I, I need to start uh, just, just, I just need to take a step. I need to, I need to maybe shift some things to create that margin as you're talking about. What would be just a final encouragement uh, to Christians, believers listening and thinking, how can I uh, serve the people in my world? Yeah, look, uh, there's opportunities every day. There's just, I think there's just having eyes to see that you'll be amazed if you, whatever you seek, you'll find. And if you start seeking those opportunities every day, they will find you because they're around you every day, but we just walk past them. And I remember just I was over in uh, WA meeting a, uh, a pastor actually of a church that supplies a lot of volunteers for Red Frogs, and he was taking me out to this nice restaurant, and I was just running down the, 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 the mall late for this meeting, and this homeless guy grabs me and goes, oh, do you have change for a hot dog? Do you have change for a hot dog? I said, oh, no, sorry, mate, sorry, mate, and kept going because mm-hmm. I was in a rush. And I remember just sitting in this restaurant eating this nice meal, I just thought, I reckon I was done today. I reckon I got got. Here's a homeless guy that needed uh, something to eat, and I just ignored him. I just missed that opportunity. Mm. So I was so caught up with my own little world and my own little agenda. And I think just be having eyes for others. You know, understand there's others around you every day, and just everything big starts small. Just start with really small things of what you can do. That one cup of coffee for someone, that, that extra you know, thing you do for someone, you know, it could be mowing someone's lawn, just start with random acts of kindness. Yes. Yeah, so and good. the more random, the better. So yeah. at least it gets you momentum somewhere. I love that. 
Hey, thanks, Andy. So appreciate you coming on and just sharing your heart. Um, for, for people who want to maybe find out more about Red Frogs, where can they go? Yeah, just uh, go to redfrogs.com and have a look at our website or go to our Red Frogs Facebook page or Instagram and uh, you can log on there to get involved with anything with, with sporting events, festivals, universities, skate parks, high schools in Australia. Uh, jump on and have a bit of fun with the froggies. Beautiful. Thanks, Andy. Well, appreciate you coming on, being our first official guest. And, uh, yeah, so excited and thankful for all you do. Mate, so honoured. You're a legend. And uh, thanks so much. Thanks for listening today. I hope this conversation has helped activate your faith and given you a greater understanding of how God can use you every day. I'd love to stay in touch and hear stories of what God is doing in and through your life. The best way you can do this is via Instagram. You can follow me at Mitch Hammond. Feel free to share and tag me so I can be a part of your story. Finally, be sure to rate the podcast and subscribe so you don't miss any of the great content or conversations to come. I'll see you next time.